Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, registered dietitian, picky eating specialist, and mama of two. You're listening to the Nutrition for Littles podcast, aimed at helping you raise healthy, independent eaters. Each week, we will tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby led weaning, and so much more. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hello, hello, and welcome back. Today, I have an interesting kind of podcast episode where I want to give you tips and tricks to how to boost your super easy, I don't have energy, I just want to put something on the table breakfast. We all have those days where we just want to pull out a bagel or pull out a frozen waffle or pull out some cereal and just serve it and call it a morning, right? The problem with doing that is nine times out of 10, if we don't do anything to boost this breakfast and um, really just let it lie with just cereal, let's say, a lot of times what ends up happening is our kids are hungry like 30 minutes later, right? They eat the cereal, they gobble it up, and because it is carbohydrates, it's quickly metabolized by them and they're hungry again. And so they come around the corner asking you for snacks all day long. But it can feel really overwhelming to wake up and make this big breakfast that's hearty and filling, especially when they have a history of not eating their whole breakfast. It's frustrating. It's exhausting. We're tired. We probably stayed up too late last night scrolling, you know, the internet, trying to get some alone or me time or downtime after bedtime. If you're anything like me, you're doing that almost every night. And so we're tired and we just want to serve something easy. So today I'm going to break down the five like what I consider easy breakfast, the ones that are no brainers and tell you how to pair them with something that's just as easy, but yet will give them a little sticking power. So before we do that, I do want to take a little break and say thank you to um, one of my listeners or really all of my listeners, but someone who has written me a written review. This means the world to me. It helps me just keep trucking, but it also helps other moms just like you find this podcast too. So I want to take a second and read a written review from one of you. So this one is from Lauren McKins. McKins, back in May, she said, practical and real. Love this podcast. I'm so glad I found it. The topics made me feel like I'm not alone when it comes to my concerns and worries regarding my son's picky eating. Her advice is practical and so helpful. So thankful. Thank you, Lauren. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful that you took some time out of your day to scroll down and hit that button, write a written review. So uh, thank you so much and thank you to everyone who's listening. And I'm just so grateful to be here uh, sharing this information with you today. So let's get started. The top like easy, no brainer, uh, is it a recipe? I don't know, meal that most of my table talkers or people on Instagram offer to their kids when they're just not feeling it is cereal. Hands down, this is the first response. I can just pour it in a bowl. Sometimes my kid eats it with milk. Sometimes they don't. It's almost just as easy either way. And we can just get it on the table in like five seconds flat. Now, first and foremost, there's nothing wrong with taking a cereal day. All right. I am with you on this. And I want to go beyond kind of the like choosing a quote unquote better cereal because I'll save that for another podcast because there are some choices we can make in the store that don't necessarily have a huge difference on whether or not they accept it, but maybe make a big difference nutritionally. That's not what today is about. Today is not about comparing products, although one day I'm sure I'll do a podcast episode on that. It's taking the product or the um, you know meal that you're already serving and just finding ways to make it 
stick a little bit longer. So let's talk about the bowl of cereal. You pull out the bowl of cereal, you pour it in a bowl, and maybe or maybe not your little one wants milk on top of it and you serve it with a spoon, right? Like so easy. So what are some fast ways that we can add a little sticking power so that this sticks around for a little longer? Because typically what I see in cereals is they're high in starch, they're high in carbohydrate, um, which means that they're quickly metabolized and they're low in protein and low in fat. So unless you're serving it with whole fat milk, they're not getting that fat. And if you know that I recommend uh, building a plate, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, um, with my protein, fat, and carbs with fiber formula. So PF, CF, really easy to remember. So we can see here that the cereal has the carbs. It's got the carbs nailed down, so we know it's not necessarily carbs that we need to add. And maybe it has a little bit of protein and fat from the milk, depending on if your little one accepts it or not. So we really wanna find a way to beef it up. In my opinion, this would be adding fiber. Fiber is going to be a great stabilizer for their mood, but also for their stomach to keep them fuller for longer. So we want to think, how can we beef up the fiber on this meal? Nine times out of 10, what this looks like is adding a handful of fruit on top of the cereal or on the side. So I would recommend a handful of washed raspberries poured right on top or maybe on the side or a cut up banana. That way you are getting a little bit more carb, but you're also getting plenty of fiber that will take this cereal to the next level and really stick a little bit longer. So super important there. If your little one is one of those who doesn't like milk poured into their cereal, that means we're just looking at carbohydrates, right? So there's really not any sort of protein um, significant source of protein, I should say, in most cereals or fat. And so we want to think how we can do that by really not compromising or changing the consistency or um, whatnot of the cereal, because likely then our little one won't eat it. So here's what I'd recommend for you. We could do a handful of raisins to get a little fiber in there. We could do um, some like uh, broken up nuts. So if you take some cashews or peanuts and smash them into tiny little pieces and add them to your cereal, you can even do this ahead of time and just keep crushed nuts on hand to sprinkle over the top of their cereal. Really won't change the consistency much, but add some protein and fat in there as well. All right. The next easy meal that a lot of uh, people reach for is a frozen waffle. Now, if you've been following for a while, you might know we make waffles, pancakes, French toast in huge batches and then freeze them ourselves because I find that it saves us money. I get to control the ingredients a little bit more and I just stick them in my freezer. They're just as easily heated up as buying pre-frozen ones in the store. So just a little tip on that. But of course, either way, whether you're pulling out your homemade ones or ones from the store, there are ways to kind of boost up the frozen waffle. My first tip, if your little one is willing, is to spread not only butter on top of the frozen waffle, but also a thin layer of nut butter or peanut butter. This tastes delicious and adds that protein and that fat that oftentimes the waffle is lacking or low in, depending on what brand you're buying. Again, this is not a brand comparison episode. This is simply just how to boost that waffle. Um, the other thing is to make some sort of dip out of the peanut butter or nut butter. So sometimes you can mix it with syrup, thin it out a little bit, warm it up in the microwave and mix it together. And it makes an incredible tasting dip while still adding in a little protein and fat to the syrup that you might already be serving it with. The next recommendation would be to add it with whole fat Greek yogurt and some um, granola would be an excellent way to round it out a bit as well. 
All right, the next meal that is hands down one of the most commonly made every morning is scrambled eggs. So this one maybe takes a little bit more prep than the other two. Obviously it dirties up a pan, things like that. But my top tip here with scrambled eggs is to serve it with some sort of complex carbohydrate like a slice of whole wheat or whole grain toast um, and a piece of fruit. That's typically how we have ours. But even beyond that to boost up that scrambled egg itself is to add a little half and half or whole milk into the scrambled mixture just to give it a little oomph. And then we love to chop up really finely um, spinach and saute it into the scrambled eggs as well. Of course, there's little specks of green, so it depends on if your little one is open to that or not, but it really gets in some veggies and some fiber to hold them over for a little bit longer right there into the food that they already like. This might mean that you start off really small. Like I'm talking like four spinach leaves diced up and put in there and then over time increase the amount of spinach. Honestly, in my opinion, and even in my kid's opinion, it really doesn't taste um, different, especially if you chop it up. If you leave it whole, 100%, it's going to taste different. It's going to feel different. It's going to mess with the texture. So make sure to chop it up first. So that's my tip with scrambled eggs as as well as serving it alongside a complex carbohydrate, like a whole grain um, piece of toast or English muffin and a piece of fruit. All right, this brings me to my next uh, meal that a lot of people grab first thing in the morning, and that is yogurt. Yogurt is so easy. You just peel back the top and give it to them. It's a done deal. Yogurt can be really excellent. I highly recommend that you choose a yogurt that is full fat um, or at least 2% fat so that they're getting that nice fat from the protein. And then of course, as I'm sure you've heard me say, the Greek yogurt um, or even the Icelandic yogurt has a little bit higher protein content. So you can implement that if your child is open to it. So it's a little bit higher in protein. So right there we have the protein and we have the fat and the dairy from the yogurt itself is carbohydrate. So it's already pretty balanced as long as we're buying that higher protein, higher fat yogurt. That being said, if we want to boost it up just a little bit, increase kind of the staying power, there are some things that we can do. First and foremost, a dollop of peanut butter mixed into the yogurt, especially ones that are like vanilla flavored or plain or um, even strawberry flavored. It's really good with peanut butter in there. That can be a great way to add some more protein and some more fat to their meal and honestly increasing the flavor as well. My next tip with yogurt is to sprinkle in a little sprinkles. A lot of times we like to do chia seeds or hemp seeds um, or hemp hearts, I should say, on top of the yogurt. It gives it just a little bit of a crunch. It The hemp hearts specifically really don't change the texture all too much, um, but it could be a fun thing for your little one to sprinkle on themselves and add some fiber in there as well, which is a great kind of thing to have to, again, make this meal stick a little longer. So you can try that or you can try even just opening up a container of granola or making it yourself if you have a recipe um, and sprinkling that on top or serving it on the side. The granola I make from scratch has chia seed and hemp hearts in it as well. So it'll beef up that fiber for you, which yogurt in itself is lacking. All right. And the last one that most people make for breakfast that we can find ways to kind of beef it up a little bit is oatmeal. Oatmeal is a really common breakfast, especially as we start to head into these cooler months. It's certainly one of my favorites. And on its own, depending on the brand that you buy, or if you make it like from rolled oats versus a package, it's pretty good. It's got some whole grains in there, some really complex carbohydrates, some fiber most of them have. 
And so fiber can be a really great breakfast and oftentimes pretty sustaining as well. That being said, I always recommend to round it out either by making it with milk instead of water to increase the protein and fat, or by adding some toppings that are honestly super simple to kind of beef it up a little bit. So depending on the type of oat you're using, if you notice it's a little lower in fiber, you might want to go for increasing the fiber using things like dried fruit. Nine times out of 10 though, we're looking to maybe increase the fat content of the oatmeal um, because most oatmeals package or not are going to be lower in fat, if not no fat. And so that's something to consider to add more fat. A really great way to do that is by stirring in some butter, some grass-fed butter. Love putting that in my oatmeal along with, of course, you probably already guessed it, nut butter. Excellent source of um, protein and fat as well. If you want to beef it up in a different way, you're not into the nut butters, I totally get it. I've used it a few times, so I wanted to give you some other options as well. So of course, like I said, you can include some sort of protein milk, um, like cow's milk. You can also cook, if you're cooking the oats from scratch, you can add in an entire egg or egg whites during the cooking process to not only thicken it, it increases the creaminess, but also adds protein in there as well. Um, you can also stir Greek yogurt into it. A lot of people make their Greek, their overnight oats with Greek yogurt and milk um, as kind of the liquid part um, if you're doing overnight oats. And, and of course, protein powder as well. So protein powder can be an excellent kind of in your back pocket way to add protein to a meal. And this can obviously just be stirred right in and really not even change the flavor or the texture at all. I like to keep a protein powder on hand that is flavorless so it doesn't alter the taste of anything and I can just mix it in whenever needed. Of course, it's not always needed and you can definitely go overboard on protein powder, um, but that could be a great way to do it. A lot of people also serve oatmeal um, in a more savory way with like an egg over top of it. Has never been my thing, although I've tried it. Um, but if you're into that or you think your little one might be into that, you can try that as well as far as opposed to going more the sweet route of like dried fruit, fresh fruit, nut butter, those sorts of things. So something to think about uh, from that perspective. So I hope this episode gave you some tips and tricks to use with your super fast, I don't have the energy, just get it on the table breakfast that add almost no more time and yet boost their nutrition. Because truly when our little ones start off with like a balanced breakfast, it makes the whole rest of the day go so much easier. They're not hungry every 20 minutes asking you for a snack, which then leads us to getting really frustrated and maybe even pressuring them to eat foods because we know that if you don't eat now, you're going to come ask me for a snack in 20 minutes. You need to eat, right? And we're tired of it at that point. So starting off with a great breakfast is a great way to start the day for both them and us. Don't forget to feed yourselves. Um, But hopefully this was helpful in just giving you some little quick tips to boost the nutrition for breakfasts that are super simple and don't require dirtying up a ton of pans. All right, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review, which also helps other mamas like you find this podcast too. You can find more from me on Instagram at Nutrition for Littles. Do you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast? Email me at alyssa at nutritionforlittles.com. All right, until next time, mamas.